welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. Financial dominion is my heritage in Christ. That has been the focal point for the month of May. You know, God is said to turn things around on our behalf, to terminate our struggles, and to put an end to our shame. He is said to empower us afresh. Praise the Lord. So we can begin to take our place. We've been made to understand over and over again that we are in the hand time. And two things are bound to happen in the hand time. Number one, God will empower. Number two, those who are not a part of his church will suffer from the Holocaust that is coming. So we have a choice to either align or go. Praise the Lord. I believe we are making the right choice to go with God. That shows this season, no matter how hot it will look like, no one here will partake of that heat. No matter how bad it may look like or it will look like, you won't suffer from that calamity in the name of the Lord. Please understand that by redemption, we belong to a kingdom that demands a first place for God. We are in a kingdom where we cannot afford to relegate God. Praise the Lord. We need to have it at the back of our mind and settle it. Both in our hearts and through our hearts or actions. Praise the Lord. We need to identify with who? With God. We are in such a kingdom. We are God must take the first place in everything we do. Praise the Lord. You know, in Matthew 6, 33, the Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first God before every other thing can come. That shows where we place God this season is what we determine our placement in life. Where we place God. And it begins with our heart disposition. Praise the Lord. And wherever your heart is, your action will begin to move towards. Those who identify with God, we, you know, we see where their steps take them to. Praise the Lord. So we need to understand, beginning with that, that redemption, salvation, is what creates the platform for us to be a part of what is happening in the kingdom. And once we get into that kingdom, it demands that we live a life that puts God first in all things. Praise the Lord. He said, let my people go so they can serve me. That's your service is number one thing that God deserves after salvation. Identifying with him. Praise the Lord. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 15 to 18, Bible says, whosoever hated his brother is a murderer. And ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. That is 1 John chapter 3, verse 15 to 18. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us. And we ought also to lay down our lives for the brethren. Verse 17 says, But whoso had this world's good and seeth his brother have need 
and shorted up his bowels. His bowels of compassion from him. The question is, how dwelleth the love of God in him? That's just, if we profess to love God, and let's believe it's in our heart, then it must show in our actions. And not your actions towards God this time, but your action towards the brethren. Praise the Lord. How you deal with the brethren, how you deal with the people in times of need is a measurement of the placement of your heart to God. Praise the Lord. He said, my little children, verse 18, let us not love in word, but what? Neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Praise the Lord. That one is self-explained. We understand it. That we can be in church and still be mockers. Yes. That we can be in church and still be deceivers. Because anytime what is in your heart doesn't conform with your action, you are a deceiver. Praise the Lord. And that person is Belzebub. Yes. Because in your body alone there is division. Your thought pattern and your actions. They don't know. They don't corroborate. So it's an error. Then such person is not a total man. Praise the Lord. Number two, we must hear God first before he can hear us. So many of us go to God and we are telling God, God, please listen to me. And God is saying, you hear me first. And somebody is saying, ah, no, I've never said that to God before in my prayer. But your actions, my actions reflect such. Praise the Lord. Hear what the Bible says. Zechariah chapter 7 verse 13. Many a times we pray, but we don't understand the reason behind unanswered prayers. Look at that scripture. Zechariah chapter 7 verse 13. The Bible says, Therefore, it is come to pass that as he cried, and they would not hear. So they cried, and I would not hear. Say the Lord of hosts. Is that scripture simple enough to understand? God is saying, when me I was crying, calling you to do my bidding, you did not listen. Now you need me. And you are crying to me. I will not listen. So that shows one can pray and God can shut his ears. May that not be our portion. <laughs> it's a tragedy. We have been told that God is our ever present help in times of need. But it will be a tragedy for you to now cry in the need of when you need help and nobody's responding. It's a tragedy. You know, something happened to me while I was a manager in Cadbury. You know, it's the, it's the lifestyle. I like and I love reaching out, being a blessing, giving helping hands and all of those stuff. I have my official car. And there is no day I will close in church. I can afford to go and drop somebody in Bukura and still come back. You know? That's why I know I can't be stranded in life. Praise the Lord. There are things that will speak in your future. Whether you like it or not. And people will think they are doing you favor. It's not the favor. It is a seed sown that is speaking. And the moment something now happened, I lost the job. And no more vehicle. There was a day I was working and I said, I, I hate, you know, stopping every day can hurry for help. Then all of a sudden, I discovered I was going to rain was from, and nobody stopped to pick me. I was now asking God questions. 
thank God. But when I was in this position, I was helping people. You know, it could happen like that. And when it happens like that, and you know from the deepest of your heart that you are doing the right thing, it could be a platform for training. God is preparing to shift you to next phase. Reason that Psalm 66 verse 11 says, Thou hast caused men to ride over us. We have passed through fire, we have passed through water, but you have brought us to a place of rich fulfillment. But there are occasions that you have not done good, you are expecting good, it won't come. That is what God is saying. That if you fail to listen to me now when I am calling you, a time will come that you will be calling on me that I will not listen. May we not fall victim of such seasons in the name of the Lord. Look at 1 Kings chapter 17 verse 9. Bible says, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Sidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded the widow there to sustain thee. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, that is verse 13. Elijah now speaking to the widow. Elijah said to the widow, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me therefore a little cake. How? First. The woman was hungry. The prophet was hungry. But the prophet is a similitude of God. And he said, I know you are hungry. I know you have need, but I have need. Meet my need, then your needs will be met. Many a times, men are left stranded because they have left God's need unmet. Reason when they need help, nobody is showing face. Praise the Lord. And the woman said, nevertheless, at thy word. And the woman went. Now, the expectation of the woman was so limited. Her own expectation was just for her and her son to take that meal that day. And the rest, let us just take this one. But what God had in mind was for her to be sustained all through the season. Praise the Lord. You see, our own selfish interests can in no way be commensurate with the interests of God for our lives. The only, the only challenge there is that we are not seeing through the big picture. Praise the Lord. We are always interested in the now, but God is always much more you know, interested in your future. Reason is that only I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. They are not the plans of evil, but of good. To give you what? A future and a hope. Man, we only live for the now. But God has the capacity to transcend now into the future. Praise the Lord. But God is saying, we must hear him first before he can listen to us. I see God release grace upon us this season to do his bidding first. Do you know if that uh, widow had not listened to the prophet's instruction, she would have eaten that stuff and died. Are you getting me? But do you know that the prophet of God will not die? God, do you know the prophet will not die? Because God will make another way. Now, something happened to me before now. You see, any opportunity to give is an opportunity to plug into God's realm. There are occasions God will ask you specifically. You know you had God. God said, go and meet Senator Inalegu. Praise the Lord. I knew I had God. Now, my meeting him is not about him. 
It's about me. But it's a platform for his encountering God's ability. But if he's looking at it from the angle of him rendering help to me alone, he will still miss out from God's. Because every platform for giving is a platform for increase. Now, I now met with him. I said, sir, I am led to come. Praise the Lord. You know, there are many fake leadings these days. Praise God. But this one is authentic. I said, I am led to come and meet you. And he looked at me and said, sorry. I don't think I have what you are looking for. But God who said that you meet him knows that he has something with which he can add value. But he refused to align. Now, I may be feeling disappointed. Do you know that God will raise help from another person? But for him, he has lost the opportunity to enjoy the blessing that comes with giving. Is somebody getting it now? What I'm saying is that if that woman rejected the prophet, she will hit that meal that day. And what will happen? She will die. But God will still open another platform for his servant. Because his servant must not see corruption. So every opportunity you have to be a blessing to any member of the household of faith, you are not doing that person a favor. You are just building up your treasure for the reigning days. In the interim, it may look like you are the one showing favor. No. You are creating the platform for the security of your future. This is why God said, He ever gives to a poor man. What? Lend it to who? And who will pay back? And the payback period of heaven is much more than what man can offer. Praise the Lord. Somebody's understanding is coming alive. So every opportunity to give is an opportunity to plug to the storehouse of heaven. But the instruction is that we must hear God first before he can hear us. Number three, we must honor him first with our substance and our tithe before we can access supernatural blessing. Praise the Lord. Now, we are talking about financial fortune. And we've been told that financial fortune in the kingdom is a function of the covenant. Praise the Lord. And there's no way that covenant can operate without what the platform for giving. We must honor God first with our substance and our tithes before we can access supernatural blessings. Praise the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9 to 10. Bible says, honor the Lord with what? With thy substance. And with the first fruit of all thine increase. So shall thy bands be filled with plenty. And thy presses shall burst out with new wine. Now look, there are two things I want us to notice there. Bible says, honor God with your substance and with your tithe. Praise the Lord. The Bible did not say favor God. Is somebody getting it now? When you give to God, you are not doing God a favor, but you can honor him with what you have, depending on how you give and the motive behind your giving. But what will come as a result of that honor is favor. And the favor of God is what creates the platform for unusual abundance. Praise the Lord. And somebody says, I am giving to God, but how are you giving to God? Are you giving with understanding? Are you giving as if you are doing God favor? Or you are giving as if you are honoring God? Praise the Lord. 
Whatever you give also, how are you giving it? What is the quality of what you are giving? You have heard from the scripture where the Bible says, if I am your father, where is my what? Where is my honor? How come you brought a polluted animal on my altar and you are telling me you honor me? Praise the Lord. You know, when we look at the give me first platform from scripture, we need to understand also, many a times, you know, at some point in time, I fell victim. Praise the Lord. You know, I know I'm meant to pay tight, but I know I'm supposed to pay tight. But I would have done every other thing I need to do. I say, I know I won't touch the tight. But do you know that you will touch the tight? Praise the Lord. I said, I won't touch the tight. Let it be there. Why can't you just release it? You know that by your attitude, you are relegating God. God, let me sell to myself first. That is the implication. And when I'm done, uh, I will check the change remaining. If it meets up with your tithe, I will pay. If not, I will balance you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. There is no honor there. There is no honor there. There is no honor there. We should change our ways. These are the platforms. Little, little things. Bible says we should beware of those little, little foxes that spoils the vine. Our destiny is beautiful, but little, little things we do to God and how we do them are the reason why things are not working the way they should work. Praise the Lord. I've been told that that 10% is the reason why the 90% is sufficient. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Imagine, okay, your money, your let's say your income is hundred thousand naira. How much is God's on there? Ten thousand. And the moment the hundred thousand entered, you knew it has entered. Father, blessed be your name. Then release your tithe. You now kept it. You first of all go to the market. You know, let me get something. Ah, I have not paid my tithe. God is saying, okay, that is how much of honor you have for me. Many a times we are falling victim of such. Praise the Lord. We must honor him first with our substance and our tithe before we can access what? Supernatural blessings. Praise the Lord. I see light coming our way in the name of Jesus Christ. Look at Zechariah chapter Look at uh, Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 to 11. Bible says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove ye now here we see the Lord, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you blessings, that there shall be no room to take it. And then God said, it will rebuild the vowra. Praise the Lord. But I want us to see something in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. Many thought because God is a loving God. You see, the side of God you see is the side you show to him. Praise the Lord. The side of God we see is the side we show to him. Look at this now. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel said, I said, that is God speaking now, he said, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. Now, that was God's promise, the God's covenant with the household of the Levites. Praise the Lord. He said, I knew I said it, that this is what you happen. Your generation will serve me forever. That has been my promise for you. That has been the covenant I had. But something happened. People now began to take God for granted. 
They felt God lacks the capacity to withdraw his statement. That, you know, the word of God, you know, is forever. Praise the Lord. It shall be forever. It can't change it. But look at what God said next. Say, but now. Somebody say, but now. He has the capacity. He's the all-knowing God. The all-sufficient. He's the one who enthrones and he can dethrone. Say, but now. Be it far from me. That shows because of some set of people, God can terminate generational blessing. Maybe you didn't get it. Because of one person, God can establish generational person. I mean blessing. And because of one person, he can withdraw it. That won't be our portion. Say, but now, be it far from me. Now, we will have an agreement. For them, that what? I will. And for them, that what? What will happen? They will lose respect. That is God. That's just we can't afford to joke or play with God. Honor is a requirement in our dealings with him. Praise the Lord. Honor is a requirement in our dealings with God. Praise the Lord. And as we honor him this season, he said, honor will come. He said, those who disdain me, you can disdain God. Praise the Lord. Manifest even in our attitude in church, we can either honor God or disdain him. The way we do things, just if you can enter church, just sit anyhow, no. That is why many misses out on blessing, even in the household of faith. Praise the Lord. So, we need to wake up. We need to wake up. In our attitude, we can honor God. Praise the Lord. The people of the other faith, do you know they have a way of honoring the, the God they serve? You walk into where they are praying with you. You can see how they will treat you. Because they feel you have come to desecrate or to dishonor or to defile that place. You can't enter the place of their service without washing your legs. Even though those are external, whatever. But it has to do with your courage. Even as individuals. Praise the Lord. The way you treat your, the person besides you is a function of how you will treat God. If you honor man, you will honor God. If you honor man, then you should be able to honor God. Praise the Lord. And if we must enjoy honor, it begins with our attitude, our heart dispositions towards the things of God. Praise God. Now, <laughs> even when there is no church service, the way you do the house of God is a function of the respect you have for the God that dwells there. Praise the Lord. My children are here. They can see during, when I bring them back from school, you know, children, they just come drop their bag and say, where do you think you are? You think it's your father's house? Even in my house, they must not litter things. The wife close your eyes and allow them litter the house of God. It's a function of the placement of our hearts. It is how we carry God. What is integrity? What you do in the open, you do in the closet. That is integrity. So if it is on Sundays alone, I shout at them for littering the ground. And during weekdays, when nobody is here, I allow them litter this place. I have missed my place. Honor is honor. In our dealings with God, honor is a function. 
It's a requirement for attracting favor from on high. I say God give us grace. We must obey him first before we can be entitled to his general blessing. Praise the Lord. We saw that in Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 to 13. Now all of the above is what constitutes our access to the realms of financial fortune. If all of this can be in place, then we discover that things will begin to turn for better in our lives. And that shall be our experience. So that shall be our experience. As we begin to change the you know, position of our heart towards God, God himself, his position will be changing favorably towards us. You know, he said, if we listen to him, he will listen to us. That shows it begins with us. Praise the Lord. Now, what is in the covenant? What is in the covenant? Now, the covenant of abundance is God's bailout platform for harsh economic situations all through the ages. The covenant of abundance is God's bailout platform for harsh economic situations all through the ages. Why? Because no situation on heart can make God's covenant of no effect. Praise the Lord. No situation on heart can make God's covenant of no effect. The only person who can make that covenant not to be functional, not to, not to deliver, is you and I. Praise the Lord. It is the way we handle the covenant that we determine what the covenant make available for us. And we have been made to understand that the covenant is God's joker in difficult times. The covenant is God's joker in difficult times. For some of us here that are addicted givers, you will discover that there are occasions in your life where you are faced with tough times. And it looks like you are the only one in the midst of that you know, crisis. No help from anywhere. One thing that can bail you out is sacrifice. It's sacrifice. I have done that quite a handful of times. And all of a sudden, you just discover that door will just open. Help will just come. Why? Because as long as the heart remains, the covenant of God will always speak. When we obey the terms and walk with it. I see somebody enjoying bailouts this season. You can't hand it the way you are. And you won't die inside of that challenge. I said there is a way out for you this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 20 and 21. Jeremiah 33 and 20 and 21. The covenant of abundance is God's bailout platform for harsh economic situations. Bible says, Thus hear the Lord, if ye can break my covenant of the day and my covenant of the night, and that there should not be day and night in their season, then may also my covenant be broken with David, my servant, that he should not have a son to reign upon his throne. And with the Levites, they praise my ministers. And the host of heaven cannot be numbered, neither the sand of the sea, me I mean sea measured. So will I multiply the seed of David, my servant, and the Levites that minister unto me. Now, if you look at this scripture, you will discover that before Solomon came, the covenant has been enacted. But what Solomon enjoyed was that he walked his way into the covenant by his sacrifice. But do you know that even if Solomon didn't give that sacrifice, 
what God says will still come to pass. Is somebody getting it now? But it may not be with Solomon. God already spoken with David. He said, this covenant, nobody will be able to break it. Unless the covenant of day and night is no longer there. He said, I have told you, a son of yours must, you know, be enthroned and be there. That thing has been there. That shows as individuals, we can enact a covenant with God that can secure the destinies of our children. But that doesn't mean we will now lose sight of training them on the part of the covenant also. Solomon wouldn't have been a giver if he hadn't seen his father giving. Is somebody getting it now? Because he actually took it from his father and he moved it to the next level. Reason why nobody here is permitted to die without doing more than his father did while on that land. I thought there are people in the house. What I'm saying is that by reason of your dealing with God, you will beat your father's record. In the name of Jesus Christ. So we can see what the covenant does. The covenant of abundance is a bailout platform for harsh economic situations. He made it with David and it was fulfilled in the life of his son Solomon. Praise the Lord. That is the covenant. I want us to quickly look at three vital terms of the covenant. Now, three vital terms of the covenant includes the following. Number one, personal and business titan. Now, majorly titan is one of the platform of the covenant. Praise the Lord. But you have personal tithes and individual tithes. I mean, personal tithes and business titan. You know, in Malachi chapter 3, verse 10 to 11, the Bible says, bring ye how many tithes? All the tithes into the storehouse. Praise the Lord. That was the instruction. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now, here with say the Lord of hosts, if I will not open the window of heaven and pour you out a blessing. That was, it is the covenant of titan that secures for us the blessing praise god and we know that blessing is the cure for causes and one way to enjoy that blessing is through our what is through our titan anytime we pay tight with understanding with honor and from a sincere heart we what we activate the covenant and look at what this covenant those in the lives of the people. Number one, it will open the window of heaven and cause a blessing to come down. And when this blessing comes down and we begin to engage the blessing, we can't have enough room to accommodate what this blessing have the capacity of making available. Praise the Lord. And one other thing God will do is that it will rebuild the devourer for your sake. And that shall be our experience this season. Whatever is eating us deep, sickness is a devourer. Poverty is a devourer. Stagnation is a devourer. Praise the Lord. This season, God will rebuke all of them on our behalf. Do you know business and career stagnation, they are devourers. Praise God. Writing one exam ten times. Is that not a devourer? The exam you are supposed to write once. And they won't tell you because you fail it once. Now we allow, we are doing promo. Just come and be writing. Praise the Lord. 
You will still pay what? The same amount. You will still pay another subscription if, if it happens to be a professional exam. Praise the Lord. Now, that was the kind of devourer I began to have in my life early. The enemy said, you won't go. So I wrote jambo eight times. How many? Praise the Lord. But it expired. When the capacity of that jambo expired, I escaped. Whatever is holding you down, they will lose capacity. By the force of the Holy Ghost that is coming upon you now. I said, whatever is holding your business now will lose capacity. Whatever is holding down your career will lose ability. Because from this mountain you will be empowered this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. I said, I will rebuild the devourer for your sake. And it shall not destroy the fruit of your ground anymore. That shows your business you will no longer labor in vain. Praise the Lord. Neither shall your vine cast a fruit before time. That is business failure. You are investing and nothing, you have nothing to show for. This season, by the hand of God, things are turning in your favor. In Leviticus chapter 27 verse 30, the Bible says, And all the tithes of the land, whether of the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. Praise God. And we read about the business titan, about business titan in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 1 to 8. And that came as a result of the lifestyle of Abraham. Praise the Lord. Now when he returned from that war, and everything he came back with, he had to pay one-tenth of them to Melchizedek. Praise the Lord. Hebrews 7, 1 to 8. The Bible says, For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him. To whom also Abraham did what? Gave a one-tenth part of all. Praise the Lord. He gave one-tenth part of all. First, being by the interpretation of king of righteousness, that is Melchizedek. It was a type of Jesus Christ because he doesn't have origin. Praise God. And Abraham, by revelation, paid tithe to him. And that was what brought about the generational blessing that Abraham connected with also. Praise the Lord. So, the good news is that to connect with the covenant, we can do so by our tithes. Praise the Lord. So, don't hit your tithes so that we won't heat up our blessing. Praise the Lord. Papa said, that is the 10%. That secures the 90% and makes it sufficient. That shows even if you don't pay tight, if you want to spend the 100%, you will spend it. Praise the Lord. But when you honor God and give him his portion, he helps you secure the balance. And he helps secure your destiny. Somebody's destiny will be secured. That sickness that is coming over and over again, by the hand of God, it is stopped this morning in the name of the Lord. You will discover that even the people of the world, they understand Titan. In Canaan land, we have Muslims who at the end of every month package their seed and they come to Canaan land. Praise the Lord. They say, even though we have not accepted Jesus, but we understand that there is something in this place. And one of the allergies will come to us and say, I have come to pay my tithe. Praise the Lord. That is wealth transfer. Praise the Lord. I have come to do what? To pay my tithe. He may not accept Jesus, but yet he enjoys security. Over his, his business is booming because he felt he's connected with the covenant indirectly. Praise the Lord. How much more we 
the sons of light. We had the testimony of a woman who embarked on a journey, probably, I, I wouldn't know, from Jaws to Lagos. And he took a luxurious bus, so he was part of the passengers. Then they got to a point along their journey. You know, it was a night journey. Then these <laughs> no, men of the night came out and at gunpoint and everything to a standstill. And they asked all of them, oh, all of you come down. And we learned from that testimony that two of them entered. And they said, okay, listen, if you can pass this test, <laughs> you will be. How many of you here pay tight? Uh, I'm robbers. Ask how many of you here pay tight? Only two persons in that luxurious bus. You know how many passengers a luxurious bus can take? I think they take as much as 50, 80, or thereabout. There are only two. Then those arm robbers said, Madam, stand up. Do you have evidence? He said, Can you prove it? He said, Yeah, I'm coming. I even have my tight booklet. And the woman brought and they looked at it, arm robbers. When they looked at it, he said, Madam, stay here. You call, he said, I paid, but okay, you two come. And they now took two of them. They asked them to step down from there. And they said, Now, for all of you that are not paying, we have come to collect the tight. <laughs> Praise the Lord. This one, you know, as in the woman came to Canaan land and she had a testimony. These are devourers, human devourers. But yet God preserved them. Why? Because they honor God and they followed God. Praise the Lord. And um, we are meant to understand, they robbed everybody. Eh, not leaving one so behind. After they were they now carried the woman with honor. Madam, please, be, sorry for the stress. You go and sit down. You go and sit down. Praise the Lord. What do you think will happen? Those who are not paid, they will repent. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Because that will be the last journey they will embark on. Hopefully another journey. They will be thinking about it. Praise the Lord. Must we wait for the devil to teach us what we need to do without stress? I want our understanding to come alive. God is not a beggar. He told us on Wednesday, he's the owner of the sheep on a thousand years. If I want to eat, I know how to get what to eat. You are not the one to feed God. Praise the Lord. If I am not giving in this church, this church won't come down. So it is not your giving that is sustaining the church. Praise the Lord. I will tell you how I got to know. I said it in some of in, in our last session. I told my wife one day we sat down, said, Let us maybe is our planning that is not adequate. Oh, yeah, let us plan. I said, Okay, let's plan. This is the salary. Oh, yeah. Begin, you begin to be the planner. Let me be watching. This is the salary. I begin to tell us what and what we should buy. You know, we have not mentioned three items. The thing was, was gone. I said, okay, last one. Let us see what we actually engage, spend money on. You know, when we now began to calculate, we discovered that even the so-called salary we talked about couldn't handle one of those expenses. And we discovered that we can't tell where the money came from. But we knew we were not lacking. That is how God meets the needs of the people. Praise the Lord. Whatever looks like a challenge around anyone here this morning, the finger of God will turn into a testimony. Praise the Lord. So, three vital terms, personal and business titan, number one. Number two, kingdom promotion services. Kingdom promotion services. That we saw in Haggai chapter 1, verse 3 to 13. 
Bible says you are living in a sealed house. You are living in a well-furnished apartment. It is not a sin. Is somebody getting it now? It is not a sin. But no matter what you enjoy, don't close your eyes to the need in the church. That is what God is saying. Said all of you, immediately after service, Agai chapter 1, verse 3 to 13. Praise the Lord. Let me read some here. Then came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet, saying, Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses? And this my own house lie waste? Now, therefore, thus say the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Look at the next thing that begin to follow. Ye have sown much and bringing little. Somebody say, God forbid. Ye eat, but ye have not enough. Ye drink, but ye are not filled with drink. Ye clothe you, but yet there is none warm. With all the clothing, you are still feeling nakedness. Praise the Lord. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put it in a bag with hole. Somebody say, God forbid. Thus hear the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. Go up to the mountain now and bring wood and build my house too. Can you see that God is a jealous God? Has it ever occurred to you that you wanted to eat, you have everything and you had yet? It looks like, uh, what is happening? With all these things that you have eaten, praise the Lord. And occasionally, you just say, ah, what do I have? Maybe it's gari or beans. The moment you take it, you just feel satisfied. As if you have eaten in siewu or chicken. Praise the Lord. That is the way God works. But he said, watch your ways. I'm not saying you shouldn't live in good houses, but make sure my house too is good. That is what God is saying. Praise the Lord. Okay, look at it now. You know, it will be an aberration for maybe, let's say, because God is raising governors from the midst of us here. He's raising quality people with substance from here. That's one I know. Now, let's say uh, the governor of Plateau State, Lalong, Honorable Lalong, praise the Lord, worships here every Sunday. And he just comes, worship. He says, I just love the service. I just love God. We are not begging you. He comes and he goes like that. People are not asking him. And we had you all say federal locals. They said we are coming to worship in your church. And they enter with the way this place is. The governor worship and they enter. What will happen to him after service? Hmm? He will see shame. Because they will ask him, Abba, governor, you are worshiping here. See your house in Refi. See one in federal locals. See your brother's house, 11 streets. See the other ones. And look at the way church houses. Even without God talking, people will deal with him. He said, Abba, go and repent. <laughs> and be born again. Praise the Lord. You can see the way God reason. Now, you see, what you have at the moment may not be that big. But your mindset, your attitude towards the things of God is what enhances your bigness. In quotes. Praise the Lord. If you always want the best for the house of God, it won't be long. Your situation as an individual will begin to turn. Papa was poor in quotes, physically, not mentally now. But he was passing and he saw churches that were not complete. They said, ah, God, if only you would bless me. This thing they call as poor as church right, I want to stop it. 
If only you, how can we be building churches? 30 years. Those planning committee that started, all of them, they are dead. Another committee came to inherit un, uncompleted building. And they are almost growing old too. Because there was no fund in the church. God, if you can, God saw his heart. And he put it in his hand. Do you know how many churches he's building annually? Yesterday, when we had meeting, he said his project monthly for soul winning is over 50 million as an individual. If you are the one that is satisfied with mediocrity when it comes to the things of God, you can't change level. Maybe you don't hear what I said now. When it comes to God's sin, you feel, uh, let us be. The roof is leaking. He said, let us be managing it. Let us be managing it. Because it is God's house. That person cannot change level. It's not a cause. But take it. Is somebody getting It's not a function of what is in your pocket. But it's a function of your heart. For the house of your father. When I came in here, some people here changed my life. I'm telling you. Not by reason of resources they gave me. But I saw their attitude. Their the level of desire with respect to quality for the things of God. If I look at what we have in the post and I say, let us just buy this. Ah, Abba, Pastor, God's house deserves more than this. I say, ah, you are right. I'll have to change level. God, this is what we want. This is what we have. And God is always meeting the needs. When we came here, this place is a poultry house. You can't sit down here because the rats here, they are over 1,500. <laughs> Praise the Lord. When we began, at some point, I was afraid. Because only me will be here. And about 80 will now stand there and be looking at me. I said, okay. By the time you are converted, <laughs> praise the Lord, you will leave. But God took over. Praise the Lord. I want us to change our mentality. The house of God deserves the best. And if that becomes a part of our thinking, our life will begin to radiate the best. In the name of the Lord. That is what will happen. Now look at Luke chapter 12 verse 21. So that we can learn from this man. We must not be victims. Luke 12 21. Look at this now. Something happened. This is the man they call rich fool. But this is the conclusion of the matter. Bible says so is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards who? Towards God. What did God do? He killed him. God killed him. He said he wasn't rich towards God and it's not adding value to men around him. Are you rich towards God? Are you mindful of the things of God? If we stop here this morning, it's okay. If our minds can be re-engineered to always give God the best, our lives will begin to produce the best. That is just the way it is. Praise the Lord. The man was so blessed. He was so blessed to the point that he was contemplating. He said, this is my warehouse is small. Let me break it down and increase it because of the level of harvest that is coming. And all this why people are begging around him as he never looked at the poor around him. Do you know that why God is raising you in that family is for you to, to serve as God, to add value to that family. Why God will not accept the person of Canaan, uh, Cain? Was because God knows Cain. God knows Cain. He knew that if he blessed Cain, Cain will be a killer tomorrow. Reason his offering were not accepted. Praise the Lord. Papa said, if it is in your heart, it will be in your hand. 
Now, you are here. What, the only reason why you want God to bless you is for competition. It won't come. Ah! December. New Year Festival. I will show them. Oh, Lord. It is Kokoyam you will take. Praise the Lord. Because the kingdom is not inside. I say, God, why not bless me? I want to give scholarship to children. Children in our church. I want to be one of those that will start this scholarship scheme. It won't be long. You just recover as your level is changing because you have mind is inside here to add value. That is why I know that no matter what you are going through now, so far your heart is connected. It's just a matter of time. Your story will soon change. I said that story will change for better in the name of the Lord. Now, giving to charity. If you look at Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 to 40, Jesus said here, said, if you can do it to these little ones, you have done it to me. So these are covenants. Praise the Lord. Giving to what? To charity. Let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. Jesus said, ah, when I was thirsty, you gave me water. They were now asking, when? We, didn't meet, we have not met you before now. Jesus said, Abba, when you, as much as you have done it to these people, to, to this my people, you have done it to me. Look at 1 Timothy. Verse 17, from verse 17. Charge them that are rich in this world. That they be what? That they be not high-minded. We can still have high-minded people in the church. People who will still want you to go through the same process they went through before they make it. They will tell you, yeah, I worked for it. You to go and feel it small. Do you know why God allowed you to make it so that they won't feel it small? But because self has entered, you, you, you want them to have a feel of the heat. And that is the error we are making. Why is God blessing you as a father? Is it for your children to feel the heat? The Solomon felt the heat. A good man will leave an inheritance. For who? For his children and children's children. Is it for them to feel it? No. And that is one error in the church. People must come and prostrate and beg you. Who gave you? Raising God killed that boy. Now, something happened. This out of time. God says... Let them not be high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches. But yet, you can use the riches to secure your future. Because it is not certain. That is why you must make investments in people's lives. To secure your tomorrow. I was sharing with some of our leaders here, of that young man from Russia. And they told him, a multi-billionaire. They asked him on national television and said, young man, you are rich. What will happen? If this world, this money suddenly develop wing and fly away. Why? Because the Bible says, don't trust in uncertain riches. The young man laughed and said, no, I will make it again. He said, how? Oh. He said, the system that brought the money is still intact. The relationship are still intact. The investment are still intact. So, I will still do what I have done. Praise the Lord. Can you say that? If you have not invested in people, you have not had their value. If your money disappears, it won't come back. It will not come back. But that won't be our portion here. 
in the name of the Lord. But the whole essence is that, look at it, verse 18 says, that they do good. If I bless you, do what? Do good with it. That they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up treasures for themselves. For what? A good foundation against a time to come. A time is coming, sir. And a time will come. That money will lose value. It is not the first time. And it will yet happen. But the only thing that will have value are the relationships you make with the money. The values you had in the, into the lives of the people. Papa said, God told him, don't make money, make men. And you are blaming him for enjoying? It is not him that is making the money. It is men that make the money. Men who made the money are blessing him with the money. Because he made men. He made men. Any man you had value to, some may forget, but not all will forget. Not all. There is a man there. Anywhere Papa wants to travel to, nobody contests with him. He's the one who handles it. Let him be going to Indonesia. Let his, he has been made. May God make you. Amen. And may you make men. Amen. And that is where the security of destiny is. That is how the covenant speaks. There are things we can do. We can lay up treasure against evil times that is coming. When evil times come, will your anchor hold? Can you look back and say, I know of these 10 people I have added value to, I know one will reach out to me. Do you have such record? Or you are hitting it alone? I pity you. When you hit alone in the present, you will look handsome. People will applaud, but let challenge come. Nobody will tell you before you grow lean. And the people, no, nothing to now fall back on. Because you have not had a value to people. We shouldn't be foolish in the kingdom. Men in the world, they understand. You can see them raising men, raising men, putting men in strategic position. Because who knows, I may fall here. Those that I have put in places, they are the ones that will lift me up. Hotel Dollar went bankrupt. He went bankrupt. He went bankrupt. Uh, his computer company went bankrupt. The whole banks, they couldn't pay. Then from there, Xenox, from there, there was a bailout program for him. He came out. He bought African petroleum. He is the only one in the whole of Africa supplying this engine oil. Engine oil, hotel dollar. Then even with that, he said it wasn't fulfilled. It was going down. He sold his, his, his yash, the only, the biggest in Africa. But something happened along the line. They called him that there were some crippled boys. They need, they, 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 they were in need of wheelchairs. He said, ah, with he had to borrow money and gather money and bought wheelchairs for over 40 children. And those children, joy just filled their hearts. And they were praying for the person who brought those things. When they wanted to launch this stuff, they invited him. And when he got there, he said, all of it, something now happened. One boy now held on to his leg. You know, why riding with the with share? With joy. He said, let me go. He said, okay, young boy, what do you need? You know what the boy told him? The boy said, no, I don't need anything. I just want to look at your face very well. So that when I get to heaven, I can remember the face of the person who helped me. Is it that boy that we pray for you, your life will not change? They are calling you Igwe, and you are hitting it alone. It's difficult. Now, some things are happening. Now, I wrote here, I said, 
Will you pass the test? Now, it, it looks like a, a prank. Recently, you see some things online, you know, it's like a prank. One lady was moving along the road. People, you know, is being videoed and all of the rest. Then she, he, he, she met a young girl selling banana. Not only that, the girl selling banana, the mother too was coming from behind. She now pretended as if she was in need. She met the girl and she said, please, I want to eat. Give me something. The girl never mind that the mother was coming from behind. The girl brought out 50 naira. I said, auntie, please take. The moment she took the 50 naira from the girl, the mother now moved closer. The mother now asked, what happened? The girl was now reporting to me. This auntie said she needed to buy pure water. So I've given her 50 naira. The mother now asked the lady, sorry, are you sure that 50 naira is okay for you? This is somebody who hasn't paid a house rent. They are just laboring to sell banana. How much is the profit? The girl now said, uh, 15, okay. The woman now brought 15 naira again. I had, okay, take. Now, where I'm going is that we believers, are we teaching our children a giving lifestyle? You know what happened? The moment the lady collected the second 15 naira, she now smiled. She now told him, just wait. I see that you have a good heart and you have taught your child a good way of living by giving. Mommy, I am not in need. It's a prank, but wait. Instantly, they bought all the banana. When they bought all the banana, they said, Madam, where are you living? They took her and went to her house. They said, have you paid for this? The woman said, I have not paid. They paid the whole of the house rent for a year. One act of kindness on the streets opened her up to a year's blessing. Can you pass that test? Can somebody just walk to you? Is it only those you know you help? May you not be stranded. When Bible says the people that know you not will help you. But you as a believer, you define the conflict of people you help. A time will come that wherever you are looking up to for help, help may not come. Watch out the life you live. Are we laying good treasure of our children, teaching them how to give? That was how God visited that person and turned things around. Praise the Lord. We can learn from the streets also. Praise God. Today is a covenant day of business and career breakthroughs. But let me say this. When you plug into the covenant of giving, there is one particular blessing that comes your way. And that is longevity. Long life. Long life. Long life. You can plug into it. It is not God's will for you and I to be a giver and die young. So when we shout here, there shall be no loss. It's not as if we don't know what to pray about. It's the covenant. Is somebody getting it? God won't want you to labor and not enjoy. It's not a wicked God. That after you have labored, suddenly we take you. That is not God. So no one here will die on timely death. No one here will labor in vain. In the name of Jesus Christ. When we do what Abraham did, we enjoy Abraham's kinds of blessing. Bible speaking in that Isaiah chapter 51 verse 1 to 3. Look at him, Abraham, your father. I called him alone and I blessed him. And he died in good old age, enjoying the blessing. That shall be our testimony. Covenant your business and career breakthrough. Not today. Every dead career will come alive. Because the breath of God will be coming upon it in the name of Jesus Christ. Businesses will take a new shape. 
in the mighty name of the Lord. That struggling shall be terminated in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, Bible says, this book of the law shall what? Shall not depart from thy mouth. You must meditate. Verse 8. But thou shalt meditate there in day and night, that thou mayest do what? Observe to do according to all that is written. Now, there are two things. It is not enough to meditate and not do. So, head knowledge alone will not save us. It is in our doing. Doing what is written in the covenant. Praise the Lord. Until we do our part, God can perform his part. Praise God. So, we are made to understand that here, when we begin to observe to do according to all that is written, not using, uh, how do I call it now? Unbalanced measure, gimmicks in our place of businesses. Tampering with measuring scales to get more profit. The scripture did not tell us that. Praise the Lord. Not cheating people. Not taking advantage of people. Bible says, and when we observe to do according to all that is written therein, then shall we do what? Shall then thou shall make thy way prosperous. That shows it is not God in this way that will prosper you. It is what you do with the word of God that will prosper you. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle Podcast. We'll leave you with this word from Act 2032. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you, you next time. time.